Finding the perfect ETF for your portfolio just got simpler. Filter and compare with Easy ETFs. So in November 2021, we launched the Cetrix Capped All Share ETF, which is South Africa's first market cap weighted index designed to actually track the entire All Share universe. So that's the ETF that I want to have us chat about for Heritage Month. So to start, the ETF tracks the FTSE JSE Capped All Share Index, which is a world diversified mix of large, mid, and small cap stocks with single stock exposure capped at 10% at rebalance. So you never get a stock which is over 10%. So it might drift, then when we rebalance the portfolio, it go back to 10%. So you, you get this world diversified profile of stocks in the portfolio. So we are talking about an ETF that tracks a local index that has about 138 constituents. And this includes small cap stocks. And this is the reason why I wanted to talk about this ETF. And, well, one of the reasons. I mean, if you look at local ETFs, Providers always creating ETFs using large and mid-cap stocks and never includes any, any small stocks. So on this ETF, currently the breakdown is around 73% large cap stocks, 22% mid-cap stocks, and 5% small cap uh, stocks. And, and listen to this one. The ETF actually pays its distribution or pays out dividends six times a year. Welcome to Easy Desert, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications. Your cool guide to investing. Easy. Mm-hmm. My name is DJ At Large and welcome to a brand new episode of the Easy Does It Podcast, your cool guide to investing with no jargon and no complications. Now, I'm a lazy investor. That's why I love ETFs. Those are trade exchange funds. And if you're wondering what on earth is that, rewind back to our episode with Narina Fissa, the queen of ETFs, as she breaks them down using baking as an example. So I have quite a few ETFs in my portfolio. Uh, I've got the likes of the Satrix Property Portfolio ETF. I even have the new Healthcare Innovation Feeder ETF. So I am ETF crazy. So today I decided to uh, hang out with Siabulela Nomoi, Quantitative Portfolio Manager at Satrix, to talk all things ETF. Siabulela, welcome back to the Easy Does It Podcast, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Eh? It's good to be here. It's lovely to have you once again. Before we watch the ETF, I've got a, a random money question for you again, right? So, you know, Siabulela, most investors tend to be holding onto a share or an ETF that they hope will recover at some point in time in the future. Uh, do you happen to be one of those investors? Do you have a stock, an ETF that you're holding onto for dear life? Yeah. So, um, trading individual stocks is, is quite tough, eh? <laughs> So we, we have close to about 300 stocks listed on the JSE. So many SANS announcements to actually go through and financial statements to go through. It's hard to actually look at individual stocks, but human beings love pain, right? <laughs> so we, we do trade these stocks individually, but you need to be careful when you spread and, and spread your risk when trading in stocks and, and not only hold like one or two stocks. Uh, that point probably fits nicely to what we will be talking about, which is the ETFs. But to answer your question, I, I, I do have a stock that I would really love uh, for it to recover. And that will be Harmony Gold, H-A-R. It's, it's unbelievable, but the stock um, is now back in its um, August 2019 levels. 
as a resource stock, it's doing well if you would look at its accrual ratios and return to equity. So it's, it's a good quality stock, um, which is what I look for. It's quite cheap as well. By, by cheap, I mean if you look at its valuations in terms of price to book and all those things. But it keeps, it just keeps getting cheaper and cheaper, you know. Uh, I am down, <laughs> I am down 23% on the stock and would really love for it to actually recover. But then it's, it's, it's really tough to be, to be on the recovery. I, I, um, I actually tweeted about this the other day saying that the mathematics of recovery are quite, are quite brutal. And, and I shared a table of how much you need to make when you recover a certain amount. So, for example, if you would lose 75% on a stock, um, you'd need 300% to actually go back to where you were. So it's quite, it's quite insane. So you need to spread your risk and have a basket of shares instead of having a few in your investment uh, portfolio. See, this is why you're one of my favorite guests to have on the Easy Desert podcast. Because most of, uh, you know, your fellow colleagues that are professionals in the space, they tend to not have personalities and be honest and be open and be so humorous. That's why I love having you uh, on the Easy Desert podcast. So I want us to rewind back to last month. What have been the best performing ETFs for the month of August 2022? I mean, we've got about 90 ETFs listed on the JSE. So if I'm looking at that list just on the ETFs, major markets did quite well in, in August. But you had to have that exposure through an offshore ETF because there was good performance from these ETFs in the USD sense. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, the RAND weakened. So, so that also added to the performance. This is why di- diversifying your overall investment strategy is important and Offshore ETFs actually tend to assist here because you're not only getting the USD return value of the index that the ETF is actually tracking, but it's also priced in rands. So which means you also get to cross the currency return and it can add to your portfolio, especially if the currency weakens. So the, the Satrix MSCI India ETF was actually the best performer, um, around 6% in August. And nothing came close to that, hey, because next in line was... I think we had the Satrix MSCI Emerging Market ETF, which was up 3%. The currency weakened by 2.3%. So a lot of that performance actually was aligned with the currency performance. Inflation linkers actually did well as well. So the FNB Government Inflation Link ETF, um, Satrix, e- Satrix ILB ETF, those were up 2.6% for the month. And, and the rest was still emerging markets. Eh? As listed China ETFs also did well for the month. Yeah, it seems like it's been a, a good month uh, for those that are well diversified, particularly abroad. And I think that's the beauty of ETFs is you get all this exposure without having to find the individual stocks and investing them and take that type of risk. So it's been a good one for uh, lazy investors like myself or those that are in love with ETFs. Now, Siabulele, it's been a really busy and hectic year at Satrix uh, headquarters. I know you even appointed a, a brand new CEO. In terms of ETFs in particular, how many did Satrix release this year? We launched the uh, Satrix India at the beginning of the year. We also had had to go into the mega trends as well. We put in um, the healthcare ETF and also the smart city ETF. So I, I would say about three, unless I'm forgetting something. But we had uh, 26 ETFs now out of the 19 which are listed. So it's a, it's a great pool of ETFs, which provides you with quite a lot to actually 
consider your, in your investment, whether you're looking at local equities, local bonds, international offshore ETFs as well, and megatrends, which is a topic which is discussed quite a lot at the moment. So it's, it's quite an exciting time for Cetrix and also the investors as well. It's a great time to actually be in the investment. Yes, yeah, so I was one of the, the the lucky ones to have actually invested in in one of these new ETFs, particularly the healthcare innovation feeder. I'm twelve percent up, so I'm very very happy with that, and it's quite interesting the space that Satrix is moving into uh, as well. So, Siabulela, uh, for the month of September, which is of course Heritage Month, which local ETF is worth considering? What's what's your pick? I need to get your investment strategy, my man. You're up 12% on that ETF, so you know how to pick the ETFs. We need to share that after this. <laughs> I'm happy to share tips as, a, as an ordinary investor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but, but to answer your question on, on Heritage uh, Month, this is quite a unique offering that and, and it makes sense to speak about it, this ETF, because Citrix even starting from the year 2000 with the first ETF listed on the JSE, it's, it's now 2022 and we, we still continue to drive innovation and being market leaders in trying to bring to the market cost-effective and also transparent um, products to our old and new clients. So Citrix has always been about owning the market. That's actually the, that's our slogan. So in November 2021, we launched the Citrix Capped All Share ETF. Um, which is South Africa's first market cap weighted index designed to actually track the entire all share universe. So that's the ETF that I want us to chat about for, for, for Heritage Month. So to start, the ETF tracks the FTSE JSE capped all share index, which is a world diversified mix of large, mid and small cap stocks with single stock exposure capped at 10% at rebalance. So you'll never get a stock which is over 10%. Um, so it might drift, and then when we rebalance the portfolio, go back to 10%. Um, so you, you get this well-diversified profile of stocks in your portfolio. So we are talking about an ETF that tracks a local index that has about 138 constituents. And this includes small cap stocks. And this is the reason why I wanted to talk about this ETF. Well, one of the reasons. I mean, if you look at local ETFs, providers always creating ETFs using large and mid-cap stocks and never includes any any small stocks so on this etf currently the breakdown is around 73 percent large cap stocks 22 percent mid cap stocks and five percent small cap uh, stocks and and listen to this one the etf actually pays its distribution or pays up dividends six times a year so every two months my man you, you get paid if you are holding this dividend <laughs> so the etf is available on your local broker you we also on our Cetrix Now platform. Um, you can get it, get exposure to it by buying it and holding it in your direct investments. And you can also trade it in your tax-free savings account. And in the world of ETFs, you won't get small cap exposure to local listed companies and anywhere else but in this ETF, which makes it quite appealing and, and, and special when versus the rest of what is in the ETF market. Yeah, lots of positives. I mean, you know, six times a year. Oh, that's good. And of course, the exposure <laughs> to the small caps as well, which I think is really, really nice. And, and ultimately, that's the power of ETFs, this ability to get, you know, diversification across, uh, you know, various types of organizations, big, small, medium, and so forth. So I'm definitely uh, going to be putting a little bit of some money into that one. Uh, I'll take that tip, no
no doubt about that one. Um, another thing that I'm curious to know from you, Siabulela, uh, are there any other ETFs that our listeners should uh, have in their watch list? I mean, what, what are you currently uh, having a look at? Sure. Just one more thing to add, actually, on this ETF that I spoke about, the Satrix Kept Osha ETF. So the ETF actually helps you to get exposure to the entire SA equity market. And get this, you, you get it at a TER of 0%. Up until December twenty twenty two. Zero percent T E R. Let me repeat that. Zero percent T E R up until December. So you, you get great exposure, well diversified ETF, the cheapest you can get at zero T E R up until December. So get on it if you want to if you want to buy uh, the ETF. Just going back to you to your question about any other ETFs that uh, we want to talk about. So there's a couple. If you'd like to talk about um, looking at markets and compare where their levels are and look at their fundamental valuations as well. So just driving deep and checking what ETF to actually pick, you'll see that emerging markets are actually priced quite cheap compared to developed markets. So there's quite a lot of good opportunities in emerging market ETFs. I mean, if you're looking at ETFs like such as China, such as India, Emerging market ETF, um, the Satix one. So those come come into mind. And I mean, India, the India um, Indian economy is growing and is, is seen to become the third world's largest economy by by 2030. And 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 mega trends as well. Research in there also supports the notion of shifting powers from the west to the east, which will drive China, India, and other emerging markets. So making for a good investment as well. And also in mega trends as well in, in, in terms of uh, looking at uh, the healthcare innovation, um, healthcare um, funds that we listed and also smart city infrastructure and, and the infrastructure ETF that we listed last year as well. So those are great opportunities that are in the list, but I think listeners also actually want to look at as well. I think the world is in a very interesting place where there's opportunity if you're willing to be patient, if you're willing to do a little bit of some research, you know, listen to stuff like the Easy Does It podcast, you know, following Satrix, having the Satrix Now app, uh, making those really good and important uh, decisions. You know, see, Abulala, when it comes to investing, uh, there's quite a lot of jargon involved. I think it dribbles a lot of us, right? So one of the things that I'd like for us to do is to choose one easy word uh, for the month that is associated with ETFs and then break down that word for our listeners do you have a word or would you like for me to supply one yeah do have (laughs) yes we've picked on it already and i think it's everyone's favorite word when it comes to etfs and that's the ter so the total expense ratio Mm -hmm. um so i think it helps investors to actually measure how expensive or cheap an etf is so there's around as i mentioned 90 etfs listed on the jse from like seven different providers i think so sometimes you will find that these providers have listed two or more ETFs which are the same. For example, there's a couple of ETFs that track the JSC Top 40 or the S&P 500 or the MSCI World. Sometimes the TR helps you to actually choose which provider you would like to go with and the default would be to go to the cheapest one. So the ones with the lowest TR because this measures how much the provider is charging you in terms of managing that ETF for you. So the tier primarily covers the provider's management fees and also the operating costs for it. So I think it's a very important word and also something to consider when shopping around for ETFs, especially when you look at two ETFs that are the same but coming from different providers. For a very simple example, water can be 
seven rands at uh, one shop and then it can be 20 rands at the other shop so which one do you want to go to you know so that's that's the kind of thing that you want to look at as well when you're shopping around for etfs which one is the cheapest and why as well yeah i think that's a great word uh, to wrap up this episode because i think fees are such an important thing and i think that's one thing that satrix has gotten really right in terms of ensuring that those fees are as low as possible so that they don't eat into our molar into our profits and of course you did mention that our stock pick or our etf pick for this month uh, has that tr of zero yo 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 all things good on the Easy Does It podcast. What the ETF with Siabulela Nomoyi, quantitative portfolio manager at Satrix. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome, man. It's always great to be here. And thanks for having me. Lovely, brother. Thank you for pressing play on the Easy Does It podcast. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.